Hey, this is Reggie, your weekend watcher. And everybody knows what's happening in the streaming world this weekend. It's Stranger Things 2. But there's probably going to be something you're going to watch after that, right? I mean, after Stranger Things 2, after you get done with like seven hours of just amazing and a girl, a girl that can kill people with her brain and the upside down and nerdy kids dressing Ghostbusters get-ups, uh, you're going to want to watch something else. You're gonna be hungover. You're gonna be. You're gonna be a little sad that you don't get to see these kids for another year. You're you're gonna want to sign their yearbook and say, "I hope you have a great summer. I hope we'll be best friends." Um, and I'm trying to entertain two different movies. Wait a second. Let me reel myself back, guys. We're standing in the shadow of one of the greatest holidays in world history, and I think you all know what I'm talking about. Half off candy day. Half off candy day happens six times per year. After every candy holiday, the exact next day, all candy everywhere is like half price. At least here in the States, if you don't have half off candy day in your country or in your city, you're going to have to move. You're going to have to go somewhere else because you got to tell them, hey, listen, they're doing things out there where people are getting candy for half the price. And it happens several times a year. It's a holiday so good, we do it like half a dozen times. Ugh. Anyway, yeah, Half Off Candy Day is coming, and much like the dilemma of Half Off Candy Day, which, which candy do I eat first? Which candy do I save for later? Which candy do I... Can I just... You know, like, do I have to have? Uh, I ask myself, which which of these movies am I going to watch? Am I going to watch Train to Busan? Or am I going to watch Little Evil? Both are available on Netflix. Um, and I'll probably figure it out in the next couple of hours. But for now, I'm having my, my half-off candy day dilemma. We all know that on November 1st is coming. Oh, man. And you can, you can feel... The Reese's peanut butter cups. You can, you can feel the, oh God, you can feel the anger that one of those candy multi packs will have a lot of almond joys and mounds bars, and you'll you'll want to you want to like smash them into the ground. But it might be more than worth it to have an almond joy in a bag if you can get like a Snickers, which is a far better candy bar. Or you know if you're you know, across the pond, I guess you can have a Toblerone or a Lion Bar or, <laughs> or Skittles. Sk everybody loves Skittles. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, we're standing in the shadow, folks, of Half Off Candy Day. I'm your weekend watcher, and I'm literally trying to figure out, oh, my God, is it going to be Train to Busan this weekend? Or is it going to be um, Little Evil this weekend? Uh in addition to watching a little Stranger Things, I'm going to try to finish it in maybe, you know, two weeks or whatever, because, you know, the world's going to come out and spoil it. I, I kind of don't care, but whatever. I just don't have time to sit down and watch, you know, seven straight hours of anything, um, because sleep and parenting and responsible adulting somewhat. Anyway, 
Tell me your thoughts. What are you excited to watch this weekend? Are you into Stranger Things? Are you like, you know what, Stranger Things? Not feeling it. Just not my thing. Uh, if you don't call in, that's fine. I don't, I don't care. That doesn't stop this train. This train keeps going. And this, I, oh man, did I just, did I just drop an Easter egg? Does that mean that I'm actually doing Train to Busan? Or am I just being a little evil right now? I don't know. Anyway, that's the segment. Uh, put this one in the books again. Reggie, your weekend watcher. If you're interested in something, call in, man. All right, it's Reggie, your weekend watcher, and I have finally figured out what I'm watching this weekend. We're going to kick Train to Busan away just for the weekend, but you know I'm probably coming back with that because I love some Korean film. That's just how I, how I get down, folks. But... Instead, we're going to be watching Little Evil starring Adam Scott. Anybody that you know has watched Parks and Rec, uh, imagine Adam Scott as a white guy that's not too big, but he was the white guy that wasn't Rob Lowe or Chris Pratt or Nick Offerman, right? So uh, I think he's hilarious. He was great in Parks and Recreation. I can only estimate it with Ghosted. He's with Craig Robinson uh, doing the show Ghosted these days, which I love Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson is like, he's a, he's a national treasure. We, we really, uh, we need more Craig Robinson on screen all the time. But, yeah, I'm going to be reviewing that movie. Now, looks like I'm going to have an interview partner on this one, which is awesome because I'm way better at dialogue than I am at monologue. If you haven't guessed, I can kind of ramble just a little bit. Sometimes it's entertaining, like when I was talking about how, you know, theater hopping isn't theft. I'm not going back to that, but you know what? Seriously theaters from the mid-2000s, you can't come at me, you don't want to, you don't know my last name, you don't even know if this is my real first name, and I think it's beyond a statute of limitations. That said, um, we are going to be watching Little Evil, starring Adam Scott, this weekend on Netflix. Uh, if you're looking for a little bit of relief from Stranger Things, which I'm sure I'm going to watch, right, uh, I would recommend it, right, uh, and... If you are looking for, you know, if you're looking for maybe something partially entertaining or two guys just kind of going on about <laughs> about this sort of lesser name movie, hell, I'm your guy. Or I'm one of those guys. Maybe the other guy's a gal. You don't even know yet. Because you don't know me. Um, that's what I have. If, if anybody is into watching something that's kind of off the wall right now, just, you know, taking a chance I'd love to hear about it if you're not that's cool you can watch the office again or Parks and Recreation again or How I Met Your Mother because I guess that's going off of Netflix on in November sometime I read um, you you can watch all of that it's it's fine I'm not gonna judge you it's not, it doesn't make any worse they're all you know great stuff uh, but you know, I, I got a couple of ideas for some more things I want to uh, indulge, and uh, I hope that some of you folks that are listening might want to do an interview with me, because I think it's a cool function, I think it's a great way to build out the community, and I'd love to hear perspective on, you know, of people that maybe don't, like, maybe don't watch the same kind of weird stuff that I watch, or maybe watch different weird stuff than me. That's cool, because... It's, it's nice to do it with a friend. And that's me, Reggie, the Weekend Watcher, your most supportive friend. That's what I got. All right, folks, go out there and do the thing. I'm going to explain that in future podcasts, but anyway, do the thing.
Hey, it's Reggie, your weekend watcher, and I have a very important message for us all. Try it again. Again! Well, I think that's all we got. <laughs> Alright, folks, this is Reggie, your weekend watcher, and if you listened to that public service announcement just a moment ago, uh, that was my daughter, who normally doesn't chime in, but... She figured she had something super important that she had to say, and that was, and I quote, blah, 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 a couple times. Anyway, what I'm headed off to today, or actually what I was getting ready to explain right now is, there we go, is that I am headed off to volunteer. It's something that I do on a weekly basis, keeps me engaged. I've actually been volunteering with a number of organizations for Oh my goodness, 17 years, probably longer than that. I don't know, it's just built in, it's built itself in to be a part of my life. But I'm not saying that, uh, so it's sort of like a braggy, you know, a humble brag of, oh man, I'm giving back, and so we're, you know, hashtag rewarding. Uh, but really more the, the case of probably how I'm going to sign off from now on. Do the thing! Uh, Abe, Abe Martinez at AM Radio like we got into a small conversation about how I'm a big fan of animation. I'm an animation nerd. Anybody that heard me rant last this past week about, you know, uh, Batman the Animated Series and, more pointedly, Avatar The Last Airbender, uh, might, have heard, might have gathered that I am a big fan of, you know, the human voice. I'm a big fan of what we can do with it, and I'm a big fan of what we can convey with just the sound that's coming out of our mouth, right? And that brings me to my point, uh, is do the thing. If you watched uh, the second series of Avatar The Last Airbender, it was called The Legend of Korra, main voice by uh, Janet Varney, who was amazing. Oh, my God. She has a podcast called The JV Club. You just kind of, like, want to bathe in her voice. Um, and, like, and I wish that that could be, I mean, I wish I could say it in a creepier way, but... I don't, I wish I could, you know, like, I don't mean it in a creepy way whatsoever. Uh, she's a wonderful voice. And for me, she is Cora. She is, she embodies that character. But the do the thing line comes from that show, Legend of Cora, where, you know, Varric is, uh, I, you know, two characteristics of him is that A, he is insufferable and B, he is an ass. Um, he asks or demands his uh, partner in crime julie to do the thing and i think of it like the princess bride if anybody's old enough to be interested in a princess bride um do the thing is kind of is as you wish uh you know it's Varric's way of saying i love you and that's what i'm trying to say to you guys hey i'm out here you know trying to get people interested in shows that they might not have taken a second look at but i try to be supportive in the in the same way and you know what do the thing. Reggie, your weekend watcher here, and as always, I gotta tell you why I'm excited about watching Little Evil this weekend. Uh, Little Evil is a Netflix original movie starring Adam Scott, and I'll tell you why in very short sentence. We all know the dance. I just need them to provide the music. Again, we all know the dance. Just bring the music. And what I mean by that is this. At this point in your life, you might be in your 20s, you might be in your late teens, but I'm going to guess you've seen more than a couple horror movies. You might have seen more than a couple, I don't know, uh, evil possession movies. 
you know, things like Poltergeist at times, or Poltergeist 2, I think that is. Uh, and The Exorcist. Oh, it's, uh, the classic, my God, The Exorcist. Or, uh, you know, da the Damien movies, the Omen movies, rather. Uh, these things where, you know, there's evil child, maybe Children of the Corn, I don't know, that's, that's kind of hanging out there on the periphery. I would call that something else. Anyway, what I would need to get to is this. We all know the dance when it comes to these, you know, devil possession movies. We all know the dance. We just need this to bring the mu bring the music. And, you know, when it comes to... I, my guess is that this movie has a little bit of a comedic tinge to it. Really can't tell because I don't look that far into it. I don't read reviews. I don't uh, check the trailers. I really don't check the trailers. What in the hell does it matter with me? Do I not live... I live in 2017 and I don't really watch trailers. And I'm a nerd, I guess. Um, but... We all know the dance by now. That's how it works. Uh, we know that we're gonna catch, we're, we're gonna catch, you know, some evil. And the reason why I'm excited is uh, we got Adam Scott. Adam Scott wasn't a real actor to me. It wasn't a thing. I didn't recognize him from anything until I saw him first in. Uh, it was Step Brothers. He played Derek. Derek uh, Will Ferrell's brother, and he can sing. He can sing loud. Or sing hi. There we go. His name is Derek, and he can sing hi. Uh, yeah, but he was great in Step Brothers. He was amazing in Parks and Rec. Really did a great job there. Uh, in the, I did a segment on this a long time ago. Never spun it into a podcast. But you know what? If you get a chance on Netflix, there's a great show. I think it's on NBC originally called The Good Place. Adam Scott makes a guest appearance on that, and it's great. Well-written show. I for episodic TV, it's hard to get better. Uh, so that's, you know, that, that's it in a nutshell. First off, Adam Scott with a, hopefully a little bit of a comedic twist. Uh, and then secondly, because we all know the dance, just bring the music. If it ends up being a little bit more comedic, and comedic, you know, for example, like Tucker and Dale versus Evil, which is also amazing, and I think that's available on Netflix. Again, can't really research that much. I'm not fact-checking, guys. Uh, but Little Evil, that's my reasons for being excited about it. Adam Scott, we all know the dance. It's great. Um, I should be checking it out, I think, tonight, maybe tomorrow. Hopefully, I'll have a little bit of an interview in between uh, to you know handle the the deep dive into the show or the movie. And, you know, if, as always, I come up here with some unsolicited advertisements. I got I to gotta do some shout-outs. I got to... I, I, I got to promote things that didn't ask me to do it in the first place. So stay, you know, stay with me, keep it live. And, and, uh, you know, do the thing. God, really do the thing. So, as is wont to happen every every week, I got like what some unsolicited ads, right? Uh, so uh, that's a lot of folks for anybody that's uninitiated. That's folks, good services, stuff that didn't pay me, a, you know, not even one cent to, to talk about their thing. And I like the thing anyway, and so I just you know I promote it just for the sake of promoting it because I like it. And this is what I got. 
First off, Half Off Candy Day. I mentioned this a couple days ago, but Half Off Candy Day is a holiday that comes multiple times a year here in the U.S. It's amazing. It's... Uh, what you mean like day after Halloween so like November 1st that's when all the candy go, goes to half price and that's amazing and I think the day after that sometimes it goes to like 75% off which is just absurd uh, even if you don't eat candy if you just like a good deal <laughs> if you just like not paying very much for something oh my god half off candy day it's one of the greatest days ever uh, and you know what it visits us several times a year after every major candy holiday we get you know, candy half price the next day. You need double the candy for the exact same price. It sells itself. So, you know, first off, half off candy day. I love it. Second up, I got Anchor FM. I know I've already done an ad for Anchor FM. I mean, if you're not listening on Anchor, which I don't know why anybody would not bother listening to me on Anchor. I have no idea why anybody bothers listening to me on Anchor anyway. But uh, Anchor FM itself. Why? Because those folks have put out like two updates in the last seven days, which is nuts. Uh, you know, I, my heart goes out to developers because uh, I, I myself am one software developer, uh, you know, whatever. It doesn't really matter. But you know what? They put out two updates in the last seven days. It's in the, the app is a lot more stable. Crash is a lot less for me. That's amazing. And also, I know those folks have been, they've been losing some sleep <laughs> doing that much work. And also, you got interviews with up to seven people about, available now. And that's internationals as well. I mean, previously, I guess I heard from uh, the station of Emily, if you check out Emily, E-M-I-L-Y, on, uh, on Anchor. She was saying that a lot of Brits, you know, recently, a lot of Brits were, were complaining, as she put it, moaning, about, uh, God, about the interview function only being available to, to folks in the States. Well, that's not the case anymore. I want to try it out uh, just because I'm curious and it doesn't cost me anything extra. And why not? But second unsolicited ad goes out to Anchor FM. You know, let that development team, you know, take them out of their nerd cave and let them, like, get some sleep, right? Uh, third one, we got Ashri at uh, Anchor FM, which... If you haven't checked out this woman, Ashley, A-S-H-R-E-I, I think. I don't know. She's a lot of Myers-Briggs letters before her name or something I'm assuming is Myers-Briggs letters. I don't speak Myers-Briggs, even though I'm, you know, supposedly a professional and whatnot. Um, I'm not that kind of professional. I'm like a guy that works from home a couple days a week and wears Ninja Turtles t-shirts and, uh, you know, <laughs> I got I got no excuse to try to, you know, play that game, but I don't really speak the Myers-Briggs language, she doesn't really talk about Myers-Briggs stuff, which is amazing, because, you know, I don't really, don't really think, uh, you know, it's where I'm at, it's not where my head is, not what I'm super interested in, but she plays a lot of cool music, plays, you know, plays some, play some opera every now and again, plays some wonderful Baroque music, plays uh, the Isley Brothers, if I call in and I'm like, hey, Listen, I gotta listen to the Isley Brothers. These guys did a version of Summer Breeze, one of the nerdiest songs ever written and performed, and they perform it in a way that's, you know, so sexy an entire generation just dropped their pants simultaneously. I don't know, man. She'll play the she'll play the Isley Brothers for you if you're into it. Uh, and honestly, you have had a you know a fun back and forth with her. You can check out Ashri on Anchor FM, and I guess you know I kind of run through my unsolicited ads. I've already watched the thing. I'm just pulling together my interview review. Um, you know, whatever, you know, it's, it's exploration in the show. But 
I got some thoughts. Movie, like, movie took me in an interesting direction. I say, let's do the thing. So here we go. This is my deep dive into, really not that deep. I, I go like knee high into Little Evil. Well, this is me again, your weekend watcher, Reggie. I am here to, you know, watch those things that you're not paying that much attention to. Before I get started with Little Evil, I got started with, uh, you know, like an episode, an episode and a half of Stranger Things 2. I don't know why they call it, like, 2, like it's a sequel, whatever. It's season 2 of Stranger Things, and damn, that's so, that's so good. Sean Astin's in it, that Hobbit. And also, uh, we got, what, Paul Reiser? I, in, in he got chunky, but that's cool, too. I mean, everybody's doing their thing. Everything's setting up really well. I can't be more pleased with how that's going. It's probably going to take me, I'm not kidding, two weeks, three weeks to get through that show because parenting, trying to be a responsible adult. Um, but that's why I got to watch because, I, you know, I was up at, you know, I was up at like a nonsensical hour. So I decided, hey, you know what? Let's pop in. Little Evil, starring Adam Scott. And before I get too far into this show, I got to tell you, the thing that struck me the most is, you know, Adam Scott's like, he's not a huge star. He's like, you know, you could notice him because he was he played a big role on Parks and Recreation, which was an amazing show. Everybody, you know, came out really good from that show. Amy Poehler, that made her career more than anything else. My God, Aziz Ansari became even bigger right after that. Chris Pratt was in the Lego movie, and then Guardians of the Galaxy, and then Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I mean, you know, Adam Scott didn't didn't take off as much, but damn it, he took off from that, you know, from that first time. Like, anyway, so the first thing I noticed was not only was Adam Scott in it, but every time I was looking around, there was another kind of like C-list actor that I was like, holy shit, I've seen you in a lot of stuff. For the young kids out there, I gotta tell you, one of your, you know, main character, well, main-ish, one of the main-ish characters is, uh, you know, if you're young enough, you'll remember him as, uh, Mr. Krabs from SpongeBob SquarePants. He, in, uh, Highlander, he's Kurgan. But, like, in Highlander, you know, for old folks like me who, like, watched Highlander, like, that was a thing, um the bad guy from Highlander, he was a giant guy. He's a big guy in his, in the eighties. And, uh, he has a big booming deep voice and he's really good at, <laughs> at grumbling. But what's really amazing about him is that he has such a great voice. He has such a presence that he's had an amazing voice career, you know, after being sort of bad guys in eighties movies. Uh, he, just does this thing that he does super well. Uh, also, Tyler Labine, who I can't stop. God, man, if I could just, like, stop kissing Tyler Labine's ass for just a minute. Um, but, yeah, he this was, you might remember him as, uh, what, uh, uh, Dale from uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil, which is, like, another horror comedy flick. Uh, and... You know, he was, I love him because he's also, in, you know, he, I think he's also in this show called The Ranch, if I remember correctly. Or no, no, Sons of Tucson. There we go. Also on Netflix. Uh, and then he's also more, you know, more more appropriate to me, giant robots and whatnot. 
He's also in Voltron Legendary Defender as Hunk. I love me some Voltron. I will eat that every day of the week. It is my pizza. Um, so, yeah, Tyler Bean's in it. You'll also notice Chris D'Elia if you're in a comedy, which I am. Uh, you also notice Donald Faison, uh, most notably. I mean, if you're old, 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 then you'll remember him from Clueless as Dion's boyfriend. If you're kind of old, you'll remember him from Remember the Titans. Uh, if you are a little bit younger than that, you'll remember him from Scrubs. Uh, Donald Faison has had a long history. Also, Brad Williams! I have not seen him acting before. He's a stand-up comedian. He's also a little guy, like a little person, like, you know, smaller than average. He is a little, like a dwarf. He has dwarfism. There we go. You know, not like Lord of the Rings dwarf swinging axes and whatnot, but more like, you know, small human, uh, and he stands up on a stage and tells dick jokes uh, for a living. I love seeing Brad Williams involved with this, uh, this thing. Uh, this is going to go into another segment, but this is just the start. All right, here comes part two of it all. So, as I explained, you know, a lot of C-list actors, some voices you'd recommend, you'd recognize, like Kurgan from The Highlander, Mr. Krabs from uh, from SpongeBob SquarePants, Tyler Labine, Hunk from uh, Voltron, Legendary Defender, Chris D'Elia, Brad Williams, uh, Donald Faison. Like the names go on and on and on. People are like, "Holy shit, I've seen you in stuff. I've seen you in a lot of stuff." And I was excited for this movie, uh, which I might have explained already before, but on this premise, it's a horror comedy, but horror only works, you know, after you turn, I don't know, 14 years old, horror only works because you always know the dance. You just need the music. And honestly, a horror comedy has to work exactly the same. You gotta know the dance. Um, like that, and I think for me, that's where this, you know, this didn't connect as well. I mean, I, I know our possession kid is evil movies all right um and the movie kind of sets itself up you know really hilarious is you know essentially adam scott is brought in as at the very you know first 10 seconds it's like oh my god he is maybe the whitest person you've ever met in your entire life which you know adam scott kind of is i mean he's one of these guys like sort of james marsden where you're like holy shit if you need a like a a, a not too tall not too not too short definitely not really built out like brown-haired white guy Adam Scott is right there for you also he's good with some comedic timing but um you know you know I I thought this was an engaging flick uh it it was it was fine it had some really fun laugh out loud moments for me uh because you know like kids evil or at least a gateway to evil or like evil stuff kind of happens around them and they have all these kind of hilarious moments you would find in, in like a Will Ferrell movie where, you know, you're just, you're, you're blaming the wrong person for something for the only reason is like, well, cause you got to blame somebody. Um, anyway, this, you know, this, this movie gets the steps correct. But for me, like the only, the only thing that's sort of missing, uh, again, I'm not mad. I watch this movie. I, I'd, I'd watch it again. You know, if I need to blow off, you know, an hour and a half, but the only thing that's kind of missing is like the, you know, the characters didn't, the characters didn't hit me as people I cared that much about. Um, especially for people, seeing people that I am really 
excited to see again. I'm excited to see Donald Faison. I'm like, what have you been doing up to after Scrubs, man? Um, I think he was like in a Tyler Perry movie or something like that. I don't know. Uh, but, or Kurgan, Mr. Krabs, I, I'm, I'm wondering, hey, where have you been? Um, but that's, it, it's, they, they hit you with so many characters, and that's the hard thing, is that, what do you do when you have, you know, like, you, you gotta build out one story or another. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's really my, like, like that's, that's really the only downside. If I were to watch, you know, a horror comedy and I'm looking for go, going over the top, giving me the big laugh out loud moments, I'd go Tucker and Dale versus Evil every day of the week. But that's because, you know, like, uh, you know, a slasher movie in the woods is going to hit you with a lot of gross stuff. Or, or like another one example would be like Drag Me to Hell, uh, where, you know, you know gross stuff's going to happen and that's part of the joke. They lean into the joke on that one. Um, Adam Scott, you know, I, I, it's like, you know, evil stuff has happened around him and he's supposed to sort of be looking around like a doofus, like, I don't know what the fuck is going on here. Um, it, like, he sells it. He does an alright job. I think the movie does an alright job of telling a story he needs to tell. Uh, but, you know, as I said, if I'm looking for horror comedy, I'm probably going Tucker and Dale. But, you know, if, I, if a friend of mine hasn't seen it, I would love to hear them talk about it. You know, like, just talk this out with me. Explain to me, you know, we know the steps. But it also looks like, you know, these are people who, this isn't their first time being on screen. So it's a lot of people kind of flexing muscles. It seems like they're like, eh, we're all working. We're all like working actors and comedians doing stuff. But they're not, they, they don't, it, it's hard to get super, you know, get into it. Or it could just me been me at 3 o'clock in the morning, you know, recovering from a, a kid that was just up. Um, so, I mean, that's all I got for Little Evil. I'll probably stitch this together into a podcast somewhere around tomorrow, but that was our weekend watcher.